Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode on Talk to Talk with Anita Love to Hate to Hate here coming to you from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. God is good. He continues to bless me. My family is blessed. And you guys already know that another day above ground is always a blessing. I'm actually headed to work. Today's actually the first day of school for my daughter who is disabled. And um, I don't really have no emotions. You know how some people are just happy and ecstatic that their children are going back to school or whatever. I don't have that type of emotion. Um, I've never had that type of emotion. Never. Um, I think at some point I was like, I'd be glad when, when school hits so I won't have to listen to a bunch of girls complain and argue with each other at one point. But take that out the equation. I've never been that parent that was celebrating when school uh, start. I guess um, because I actually love being a mom and, you know, being that nurturer and that supportive person and all that good stuff. So I never looked at them, at them as a burden or as a problem or any of that. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's the deal? Like... Um, why some parents feel that way and why others don't, I don't know. Um, but I don't even try to figure that out anymore. I know that some parents are single parents and it's a lot of work raising children. It's a lot of work getting things done for them. Um, but other than that, no. Well, anyway, every year we usually help somebody with their children for school. And when I mean we, I mean me and some family members, not just me by myself, because my corns ain't that long, I'm just saying. Well, this year, you know, me and my brother and them, we decided to do two people. And one of the person that, who we were helping, we've helped them for years. Um, little backdrop, the, the, Mom been struggling with some things. The mother has a lot of a lot of children. Um, she's a single mother. Although I don't feel sorry for her because she had these children, knowing that the father didn't really do much for them, um, and she would go and she would have more children, and then she would have more children, and then she would have more children things of that nature. Well, anyway, um, I never, I try not to judge her because of that, because you just don't know. You know what I mean? You just don't know what people go through, what they're going through, what their life story is, what their history is, what, you know, you, you don't know. So from the outside looking in, yeah, you can look at, oh, well, she's stupid. Oh, she's taking advantage of the system. Oh, she this. Oh, she, you probably could look at it that way. Well, it's not a problem. You can't look at it that way. But again, that's stereotyping, that's judging. So for the most part, I try not to do that because she really is a good person. Um, she got lost a little bit in her life, went through some things or whatever, and the children end up suffering because of it. Anyway, um, we always help them, but one of the daughters who we never really help is two kids in particular that she has that, you know, we've helped. One of them we help every year. 
very appreciative, very grateful, just thank you, you know what I'm saying, like, she's, she doesn't try to make you helping her, um, regrettable, you know what I mean, she doesn't try to be hard or, you know, be complicated, none of that, the other one, she has, I don't know, I don't know, she just wishy-washy, like, one time you could deal with her, the most amazing person in the world. The next time you deal with her, you're like, I'm never, ever dealing with this person ever again. That's that's how you feel sometimes. Now, the other one, I didn't really know much. I, I haven't really dealt with her a lot or whatever. But she was actually very pleasant to deal with, surprisingly. Now, the other one that I said wishy-washy, like one time you could deal with her, blah, blah, blah. The next time you deal with her is you know, well, you know, she didn't, she met us at the store yesterday, and, um, my sister-in-law was like, do you see anything you like, blah, 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 which we had already made it clear, we weren't going to the mall, school started today, right, so I said, I'm not going to the mall, because we were supposed to go Monday, and then we were supposed to go, um, they were supposed to go early yesterday, but, the little girl who I'm about to tell you about had 50,000 things that she had to do, right? So, they didn't go. So, we went to the local little, um, we went to Shoe Carnival, Shoe Station, and we went to, it's another little store that sells, you know, like them little mom and pop type of yin-yang, I call them yin-yang stores. I don't mean to be disrespectful. We call it a hair store, but some of them, they don't sell hair. They sell clothes and, and you know, Levi's and, you know, high-ass tennis shoes for, you know, $30 and $40 more than what you would be paying for in the mall like that. Sometime $100 more, yeah, I'm exaggerating, but you get the point. But anyway, she comes, I'm like, she was like, the the one that we always buy for, she was like, I like these, blah, blah, blah. We're going to let them get two pairs of shoes. If, you know, or... If one pair come out to the price of the two, then whatever, right? So the one that we always buy for, she found her two pair of shoes that she liked. She was like, I always get these, but she know one pair of shoes, which is a pair, which is Chucks. I hate Chucks. <laughs> I, keep, I hate little girls that wear Chucks a lot, which the reason I feel that way because my daughter, every year for school, she got she had to have uh, at least two pair of Chucks and some spirits. I don't know what it is about them shoes. Her, my nieces, like, that was their shoe. Rain, sleet, or snow, that was their shoe. For birthdays or Christmas, they might switch it up, get a different type of shoe or whatever. But when school started, that was their shoe. I didn't complain because at one point, the shoes was kind of cheap. So they're they're not as cheap as, as they are now, but they were, like, really reasonable price. So I wasn't mad because it's not like I was spending hundreds of dollars for the shoes. So I'm like, okay, cool, you know. So, um, long story short, we found the shoes that the one we always shop for, like, we got her shoes. The other one, she was like, I don't, I don't see nothing I like. I said, all these shoes in this store, you don't see nothing you like. Mind you, the shoes she have on are not the best looking shoes in the world. Let me just say. There you go. Have fun. stupid. Anyway, 
Now, the shoes she have on are not the best looking shoes in the world. Like, they're not even decent looking shoes. They're really just... Um, probably shoes that children will probably play in the yard or cut the grass or something like that. That's the kind of shoes that they are. And I'm not talking about her because I already know what her mother struggles with. And I know her mother doesn't have a lot of financial help. So that wasn't me knocking the mother because we already know. But you know what your mother's struggle is. And you want to come and you want to make things complicated and hard when somebody is helping your mother. Girl, if you don't have several seats, I will snatch you from here to Uganda. She couldn't find no shoes that she liked. She wanted to go somewhere else. So I had already told my sister, like, I'm not going. Because she, I was done. I was done. She had already gave us a hard time when it came to the Old Navy with, with the pants or whatever. So um, they didn't have her size, this and that, whatever. So when it came to her pants, uh, she was like, well, we're going to have to go um, bring them back blah 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 she was like no I like I, I she wanted them I'm like you can't fit them like she could fit them but they were hot waters and that wasn't the style of the, of the pants because you know some of those pants they like anklets where they come up high they sit up high well I have two pair of those you would think that they're high waters but they're not hot waters but that's just the style of the pants but anyway um she she didn't she wanted them and I'm I said just let let's just take them back see if we could find them and then she was like well I could get the boot the bootleg stop the boot style pants whatever I was like oh okay we looked at them and truth be told she actually found a few pair of them but that one was high waters too and I said those are gonna look worse than the other pants. The anklet pants. I said, let's just go back and look, blah, blah, blah. So they didn't have her size. I said, well, let's go look at Walmart or whatever. So she, they didn't have the style that she wanted. They didn't have it. Next thing I know, she turned around. She's crying. No, I said, well... You might have to just you just have to wear your a pair of your own um, pants. That's what I said. Next thing you know, I look up, she's crying, and I said, I don't know what you want me to do. You know, cause I, I didn't, cause I'm helping you. I'm doing the best that I can with the situation. Um, if it's left up to your mother, you ain't even getting them, baby. You're not getting one pair. So, she was like, just hard up crying, pouting, complaining, blah, blah, blah. So, my sister-in-law said, well, I just called um, the Old Navy by Katana, blah, blah, blah. They're go- they, they got a pair to fit her. She said, I'm going to go down there. I'm exchange them out. And she said, Alicia, just have a pair to start school. And we'll see. And I'll just order two more pair. I was like, okay. I was pissed. That's just how pissed I was. So I said, 
So what is she going to do about shoes? And she was like, because I don't have no shoes. <laughs> you know, whining or whatever. Then I said, well, shoe station is, shoe department is right over there. I said, you want to go look over there? Blah, blah, blah. She was like, um, I wanted to go to Jermis. I said, I'm not finna go to Jermis. I said, do you see anybody in your face right now saying they finna go to Jermis? I'm not finna go to no mall. So what you want to do? You know, so she said, um, okay. So we went, look, she saw some, some white, like moccasin type of shoes, like slip ins, what you slip in. I said, girl, them shoes is not going to last you. I said, by Friday, you're going to need another pair of shoes because she doesn't take care of her stuff. That I can tell you. Like, I'm not around her as much as I'm around the other um, little girl. And I haven't done much for her as I've done for the other little girl. But I've done things for her. She's not responsible. Like, she doesn't take care of her stuff. You know what I mean? Like, she's one of them children that don't appreciate what people do for her. At least that's what it looked like from the outside in until you're going through it. Once you go through it with them and you see it, then you realize, yeah, she does. she's unappreciative. She doesn't take care of her stuff. Well, she went to crying about the shoes. I said, if you get these shoes, they're going to have to last you the whole school year. Your mother is not going to be able to get you another pair of shoes. And uh, she went to crying about them. Frowned up looking like, I ain't even going to say what she looked like. And kept on and kept on. I said, and the shoes was like $60. I said, I'm not going to spend $60 for some damn shoes. That you're gonna need to you're gonna need to replace by Friday because they're not good shoes. You're rough on shoes. You don't take care of your shoes. You don't do anything when it comes to taking care of your stuff. You don't. I said, and I don't have money to waste. I said, I've never wasted money on my own. So you think I'm gonna waste money on somebody else's children? I'm not doing it. I said, your mother is not gonna be able to get you another pair of shoes. I was I was livid. I was I was pissed was pissed and so she kept on kept on whining whatever whatever so she found another pair moccasin type of shoes they slip in they were similar to the ones that she wanted but they were like $40 and she comes she said well these are cheaper I said get them get them let's go I slid that card and we were gone. We were on our way. We, I mean, like, I'm not finna sit there and play with y'all. You done lost your rabbit. You done lost your rabbit ass mind. And you, my dear, would never have to worry about me helping you ever again. And I told her mother, I said, I could deal with um, Dana any day of the week. I said, but uh, um, they call her Michael. But her name is Michelle. Michael, done. Done. I said, I would never. And I said, and I'm letting you know now, if this is how she is when people decide to help you, I said, you will never get any help. Ever. I said, people are not going to help you deal with bad behavior, bad habits, and people that's unappreciative. I said, now I'm letting you know now, she's going to need some more shoes, so I hope you got all that planned out of how you're going to take care of it. I said, because I'm done. I'm done. And she she just standing there looking. 
Then she come tell her mama. She was like, I just wanted the shoes that I wanted that was going to be comfortable. I said, so you want a pair of shoes that's going to be comfortable that's going to look decent for three days because you're rough on shoes. You're bad on shoes. So when her mom saw the shoes, her mom's like, Michael, you're not going what, to, what, what were you thinking? You're not going to. And every time her mom got ready to say something, she was saying something while her mom was talking. That shit pissed me off. That by itself pissed me off. You gonna get enough of parking the way you parking. I'm in a parking lot and there's this car, this this vehicle. And y'all know what I'm about to say. The vehicle, every like I I'm telling you, I pretty much have moved into almost every parking spot in this parking lot. <laughs> I'm serious. I if someone keep moving parking right by me and I feel like you're hitting my vehicle or whatever, I will move where I park at. So now the vehicle gonna change parking places from where they usually park it. So now they park directly behind me, not directly behind me, but to the left of me behind me, right? But the way they park, if they try to come on out, their vehicle is like, like rubbing up against my vehicle. Now I don't understand why they park the way they park because. All you're going to try to do is drive clean on out of here when you get ready to leave. But my point is, the way you park, you park right up under somebody. And the same person that I'm talking about used to complain about somebody else parking up under them. But you're doing the same thing that you complain about somebody else doing. Child, please. Let me let that go. Anyway. um, The mom was like, thank you, I appreciate you, this and that, whatever, whatever. So... The other two siblings, because the woman has a lot, she has a, a good bit of children. So two of the other children hadn't, I guess, got their shoes or whatever. And so she was bringing the shoes, showing them off to the to the children or whatever. And uh, the one of them said, well, why you only got two pair? And she was like, because she ain't want to get the ones that I really wanted I said, all right, y'all have a good one. And my sister-in-law was like, you're going to have to work on her. She said, I'm, I'm letting you know now. The only reason we even did this is because of her brother-in-law. No, that's the only reason, because they always do this. And she said, and if he hadn't have been hurt, he probably would have went. But that's the only reason. She said, but other people from the outside looking in that's trying to help, they're not going to help that. Because people are taking their time and their energy, and not to mention their money, to help. And this is what you get. And then, and the other little girl, Diana, she comes out. She always hugs me. She always hugs my brother and them. She always tells them, thank you, I appreciate you. Like, she is just really humble, really sweet. Like, Seriously. Uh, 
And the other one just was standing in the door looking, waving. All right, bye, y'all. I, ooh. <sighs> I said, never again. So my brother was like, so did y'all get everything you straight? And I was like, I'm not listening to you ever again. I told you that we was just helping Deanna, and that's the only person that we was helping. I'm not helping that other one anymore. Michael, it's a wrap. Now the other one, because it was it was three of them. Now the other one, um, he she did give him get us some shoes, which she didn't. I didn't. It wasn't. Um, she didn't give us a hard time or nothing. Like she was really nice, really pleasant, or things like that. Like she she didn't. She wasn't trying to make things harder what it was. She wasn't, un, you know, ungrateful, ungrateful, none of that. Like, she was really nice or whatever. But, um, like I said, I don't really hardly do much for her. So, um, and the first time that we did, she she was very grateful. So, I, you know, that was a refreshing. But that other one, that's for the birds, baby. I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, enough talking about stuff today is the first day of school for um east baton rouge baker school district all that good stuff so we're gonna see how that what goes on with that and how it goes and all that good stuff so hopefully my daughter has a good day a great day but you guys don't go to what we're gonna talk about brandy going ballistic at the um fans and i want to talk about pastor john gray who tries to defend himself meeting with trump not that i care of who you support but you had to know people's gonna be looking at your side i'm just saying but you guys don't go anywhere i'll be back in a moment peace not peace but shit you know what i mean As you know, if you've been surfing the internet, paying attention to social media, there was some black pastors that had the nerve to say Trump would be the most pro-black president they have seen in their lifetime. So again, let me just get into it. President Orange Man Trump met with some religious leaders, supposedly and lawmakers, at the White House on Wednesday to discuss prison reform. And one of the black pastors said that the president's policy would have a positive effect on black people. Well, Trump took in a roundtable discussion with almost two dozen inner city pastors and faith leaders where he flaunted a low unemployment rate and said that former prisoners would be able to re-enter society because of a healthy economy, right? He said we have passed the First Step Act through the House and we're working to pass that into law. And I think we'll be able to do it when we say hire Americans, we mean all Americans. Now, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the bipartisanship, um, partisan um, prison reform bill back in May. And that bill would increase job opportunities for prisoners. It um, would force the Bureau of Prisons from using restraints or incarcerated pregnant women and offer the chance for prisoners to receive early release credits. Uh, the president, joined by pro-Trump supporting religious leaders, Alveda King, Paul White King, and Pastor Daryl Scott, who said that Trump would be a positive force in the black community. Haven't seen it yet, but that's what they say. Now, this is probably the most proactive administration regarding urban America and the faith-based community in my lifetime, is what Scott said. Scott said that President Barack Obama didn't do anything for the black religious community. Now, he said this president actually wants to prove 
something to our community, our faith-based community, and our ethnic community. The last president didn't feel like he had to. He got a pass. This is probably going to be the most pro-black president I've seen in my lifetime, is what um, Scott had to say. Now, Pastor John Gray tried to defend, because Pastor John Gray was there as well, and there's a picture of him circling the internet with him shaking Trump's hand. Now, the pastor who met with President Trump on Wednesday for a bizarre photo op, where nothing was accomplished, I'm sorry, where nothing was accomplished, other than babbling heroic, are being shamed and slammed on the social media. Now, this is nothing new for Dr. King's Duncan Place, niece of Vita King, and the buffooning pastor, Daryl Scott. Like I just told you, he defended their racist president, whereas a camera is in their face. But Pastor John Gray, who has shown on Oprah's own network and led Trump in prayer at the press conference, is he's trying to do damage control. Um, at Grave Mega Church in Greenville, South Carolina, the pastor said to an audience, I went as a man of God and I wanted to be heard. That if there's anybody who thinks they're boy praying for people they don't agree with, then you don't have the heart of Christ, is what he said, as usual. And as a kingdom church, we have people from every walk of life and political persuasion. And while we may not agree on everything, we agree on the blood. Now, let me tell you about Pastor Daryl Scott saying Trump is the most pro-black president. He wrote, oh yeah, the president who said the current president was the most pro-black president ever was not me. So get, So let's get that straight. He didn't allow comments in the Instagram post. He just posted it. And he had this picture of him. And he, you know, he's like, so let's just get that straight. Um, He said, how disgusting that Gray would say people do not have the heart of Christ. Because he's being critiqued for meeting with an open racist. And there's a bunch of backlash from it. Now, in case you missed the roundtable with 20 inner city pastors and faith leaders. um, John Gray did a prayer. He opened the, the thing, the meeting up with prayer. Um, I don't really have an uh, opinion um, when it comes to the meeting with the pastor. What makes me like cringe, and I said cringe instead of cringe, is the fact that these people said that he would be better than President Obama. Do you know how many people Obama had released? Do you know how many people that he made available, made okay to vote? Like, I don't understand, like, what they expected for him to do because he's a president. He's not a miracle worker. So just because he was a president didn't mean he was going to come in there and just give y'all all job placements and make your all your burdens go away and stop y'all from being criminals and stop y'all from, from not wanting to work, the ones that didn't work because they didn't want to work. I, I, I'm so sick of people trying to bash former President Obama, just to get a leg up, just to make money. See, these type of uh, people here, you would never, ever see me in your congregation. Ever. I don't care who you're affiliated with. I don't care who you know. I don't care who speak highly of you. Because to me, you're fake. You're phony. How, in the same breath, you can even fix your mouth to say this man is going to be the most pro-black. He haven't even done anything for us yet except for attack. He called a group of men who are predominantly black and brown men from black and brown women, sons of bees. And you have the audacity to fix your mouth? Have several seats if you can fit in one. I'm over and I'm done. Power to you guys. I'll keep praying for ignorance and for better.
Because at this point, Jesus Christ, we need it. We need it. Moving on. Be back with Brandy. questioning Brandy about her involvement in Ray J's marriage and oh child Brandy went ballistic on the fans now Brandy has made it clear that she has no problem inserting herself in her brother's Ray J marital issues with his wife Princess Love which I think at some point you have to separate yourself but that's just me now the family drama continues to unfold on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood the songs just recently took to social media with some shade for commentary, daring to question her involvement in her little brother's problems. Commentators pressed Brandy after she posted a selfie with the caption, hashtag brave lyrics, put some respect on my name, I'm where it started. Well, one fan wrote, stay out your brother's business, he's married, he married her, let him deal with her. Brandy decided to unleash her first clap back saying you don't know me enough to give me a demand i don't know you so i can't even take you serious i like that though i really do like that another comment chimed in your brother didn't marry you or your mother he married precious so let him handle his own affairs you guys is effing up his relationship if i was precious i'd leave all you m efforts well catching the commentator's obvious spelling error brandy sassed her name it's princess um, and because you don't know her or her name, your opinion doesn't matter because it's just an opinion, not a fact. Now, the trouble with the Norwood fam, it started brewing when Brandon, her mother, Sandra Norwood, demanded that Princess apologize for throwing some shade at Ray J publicly on social media during an episode of Love and Hip Hop. Now, the drama appeared to still be in the full swing. Um, I think, I mean, I would like to hope that the three ladies will be able to squash their beef once and for all because... Um, as the season of Love and Hop Hollywood continues to progress. But at this point, I really don't know. And I'm really over it. I think Sandra Norwood, Sandra, Miss <laughs> Norwood, um, and Miss Brandy, uh, Sanchez, I think y'all need to have several seats. I think, I'm not a fan of Princess Love. I, let's just put that out there. I don't know anything about her. I just think that she kind of act, she came very, uh, aggressive at certain points in love and hip hop when it came to Tierra. Um, the the problem that I had with Princess and Tierra is that y'all were going at each other about a dude that was playing both of y'all. And then y'all started going at each other, talking about each other, bashing each other, wanting to fight each other, making yourself look stupid and immature and ignorant. And that's the problem that I had with both of them. Now, I'm not a huge fan of Tierra either. Let's, let's just be clear about that. I cannot stand when we as women want to fight each other over a man that's going to do the same thing with the next person. I'm just saying, you think just because you put a ring on your finger that that's going to stop old boy from being who he going to be? No. Clearly, Princess Love see that. Um, but that's none of my business. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Uh, I think at the end of the day, they need to have several six back the fuck up. Ray J need to get his balls in check besides letting him swing everywhere. Let his mom and his sister know this is my marriage. Stay out of it. I love y'all, but y'all need to chill. Y'all need to chill out because y'all finna have me in divorce court paying all this money for child support and spousal support to this woman. Chill out. You know what I mean? Chill out. Miss Miss Norwood, Miss Brandy, y'all need to sit down with Princess and y'all need to come to a mutual understanding. Because I, what I really think, what I really 
I really think princes don't really like Miss Norwood and Brandy because they really like Tiara. And they kind of said it on the slick. So I think that's really what it is. And so whenever they come at Randy, Randy, whenever they come at Ray J, they feel the need to like stop doing that. Don't put our business out in the street. Because let's be honest, the Norwoods and Brandy, those are some private people. Like when Brandy was going through what she was going through with the car wreck and stuff like that, you didn't hear shit from them about Brandy supposed to kill somebody. You know what we heard that shit from? Social media. Internet buzz. Them people are very private. Just like when Brandy was pregnant and she got married and all that stuff. That shit was so secret, secret. Nobody knew what was going on. People were speculating, but nobody didn't know what was going on. You know why? Because they keep their business in-house. And for that, I respect that. But again, y'all got to hold the hell up. Ray J like his business all out and open because he like publicity. He like people, you know, having his name in his mouth. Besides his, his thing, they he want his name in their mouth. So, mom, sister, y'all out of pocket. Ray J, put your nuts in your pants and talk to your parent, your, your, your mother and your, your sister. And your wife and all y'all need to sit down and do a kumbaya working together. Y'all got a beautiful baby. Like, come on, do it for the baby. Do it for the baby. Do it for the baby. Like, get your life, get your shit together. I'm just saying, get it together. Miss Norwood Brandy, stay out on people's business. Brand, uh, Ray J, go talk to your parents, your, your mom and your sister, and tell them they need to stop it before you, they put you in hot water, deeper, have you in divorce court with just paying child support up the Wuzai. Princess, that's his mama and his sister. They ain't going nowhere. That's a tight bond family. They can they can fall out, but they going to kiss and make up. I'm just saying, so you got you, you know, you to figure out where your ground at in there. You might be married, but that's still family. So y'all got to figure out a way to, to work that shit out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right? Moving on. All right, I have a few more hot topics. Twitter lost it. Alexa play level up. Future tweeted she's not wife material. Yeah, that's what they went off. Now, Drake isn't the only rapper in his feelings these days. Future headed to Twitter early, early one morning to express his woes. The Beast Mode Emerson said that she isn't wife material. And it's crazy that he's been single for four years, but she's not wife material. Can't you tell? He said, I've been singing for four years. That's crazy. Um, anyway, fans had a host of mixed reactions in regards to his wife material statement and happily sounded off in his mentions. Some fans were armed with a lot of comebacks. You ain't husband material either, boo-boo. You're not in the best position to be giving this kind of advice to anyone. Let me just say that. <coughs> Excuse me. Future tweeted about who's not wife material. Uh, Future has like 65 kids by 60 different women and has the nerve to say someone isn't wife material. I admire his confidence though. Hashtag sensational. And then somebody said, what? At the quiet one underscore. And then someone said, this end has been heartbroken for four years. Um, and you're no prize, hon. That's um, golden jaw, whatever. Now these fans clap back with sentiments about his ex-fiance, Sierra. Future, I... I you're complaining about being single for four years and shaded someone not being wife material, but you had wife material leveled up and you didn't want to, you wanted to cheat and all this other stuff. Future got the nerve to say somebody not wife material. Siri, you're, you need to like, I think Siri needs to say, do, if, if he has an iPhone series to say, future, you're not husband material. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I really don't know what he was thinking. But anyway, 
Someone said, ladies, stay away from men like at One Future and at Drake. They can F and make babies with any and everything but try to blame women and say they're not white material or shame them for having sex with certain people. They are emotionally manipulative men. Stay away, far away. Yet, there were some fans that asked the real question for everyone minds. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask it. What, so, uh, what would he, what do you think, what would be your definition of white material? Cause I'm, I'm wondering, like, what's wife material? Like, I don't know. I really don't know. Well, anyway, we ain't gonna get no answer from that, but Future didn't let his Twitter finger stop there. He continued with tweets about love being in the air and how stand down will play off. Um, stay down can gonna gonna pay off of who if somebody's sitting back waiting to see if one day you will marry them they crazy as fuck i'm just saying now it's unclear whether these tweets are some subliminal messages or just idle thoughts about good luck on love i don't know but i do think uh he been drinking or popping too many pills or something like that because um something ain't right with him something ain't right with him he needs some he needs some counseling or some something because she's married got two kids and she looks amazing. So I don't know. And moving on. Takesha69 or Takesha. I don't know the guy's name. He said he was not going to snitch on nobody that who robbed him. He had nearly one million in jury and cash taken from his Brooklyn home is what was said. And initially he went to the police report what happened. He's since been uncooperative with the law enforcement. The Brooklyn rapper lack of caring for who did this to him seems to be continuing to this day. Um, TMZ reported that 6ix9ine is still refusing to help authorities catch the people who stole nearly one million worth of jewelry and cash. But a source claims um, that the driver whose iPhone was stolen during the incident won't fill out a lost property or tell police that the phone has tracking software installed on it. Taikish's girlfriend is also not talking. Now, the rapper has recently been flaunting jewelry identical to what was stolen from him, um, but it's reportedly been copied and remade. Even without 6ix9ine's cooperation, police are still trying to find out who was involved. They reported it had surveillance cameras um, of Takesha being pistol whooped. Luckily for him, he can get his mind off of the incident and he joined Nicki Minaj and Future on their upcoming Nicki Hendrix World Tour. Uh, good luck to you, but goddamn it, I'm just going to keep it all 100. You robbed me. It ain't never going to be over. Ever. We we going hand, We going to the, to the moon, to the cow coming in. Just saying, because y'all crazy. To let somebody rob you and get away with it, to me, that ain't snitching. Unless you plan on doing something, retaliating on your own. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. Like, life is too short for the bullshit. I'm just saying. Anyway, there's a new Bay Alert. Supposedly, Tiffany Haddish is reported to be dating a well-known celebrity society. society. Um, But is she ready to be in love? Because Tiffany Haddish is working on getting a Bay, maybe. I don't know, but... Sources say that while in town taping the second season, the last OG with, OG with Tracy Morgan, the outspoken comedian has been keeping company with entrepreneur, philanthropist, Ernick, Eunuch, Ernest. Uh, they were not photographed together. Many spotted the duo together Monday at the premiere of Spike Lee's Blacks Klansman in Brooklyn. So it might be real. So who is the mystery man and where did he meet? I stroll Instagram. And I found out that Eunuch Ernest, and I think that's his name, is a Haitian tech. And he's hospitality entrepreneur, marketeer. 
as well as an activist philanthropist that is often spotted hobnobbing at the hottest celebrity field events. He also turns out the it turns out that the couple may have been quietly getting to know each other since meeting in May at the premiere of um, the Star Wars story. I don't know. We need. We, I mean, I think we need some more hints. But if you need any more hints, Anik recently posted in hashtag about last night video of Tiffany dancing at the Black Klansman premiere, writing in the comments, "Beauty is an understatement." For now, as we wait for the official confirmation from the 38-year-old actress, it looks pretty legit. I don't know. But, okay, Tiff, girl, get your life. We see you, corny. Get you. Um, I love black love. And as long as it's good love, I you know, positive and for the good, good reason, I love it. Um, I'm getting ready to come to a close, but I can't come to a close without Nicki Minaj. Her mom wants to share details of her son's rape case in a tell-all interview. Now, let me give you some, some feedback. Last November, Nicki Minaj's brother, uh, Jalen, um, or Jelani Mirage was found guilty of predatory sexual assault and acting in a minor injurious to a child. Mirage 39 faces up to life in prison for the repeated rape of his stepdaughter said to have started to their home started in their home when she was 11 while he was married to her mother Mirage is looking to overturn the conviction and his mother Kara Mirage is ready to share some little known facts about the trial now the family monarch took to Twitter um, last week um, last weekend actually to promote a new tell-all interview on the hip-hop report with Chris um, Charles Fisher and the fitness sheriff in which she will share shocking news the court don't want you to know. Really. Anyway, she said, uh, watch the hip-hop hood report with Charles Fisher and the fitness sheriff as I share the shocking news on the court. Don't want you to know in a tell-all interview about my son's trial, blah, blah, blah. Channel 20, Ottoman Channel, 37 Verizon. Now, those living in New York City can watch the interview tomorrow, uh, which is already passed, which was... Um, no, actually today, August the 8th at um, 11 or August the 11th at 3 p.m. Um, on Channel 20, Ottoman on Channel 37. Now, Kara also testified during the trial in her son's defense, according to the BET. Sister Nikki, whom Jelani, Jelani or Jalen's, I don't know what his name is, lawyer claim would also testify choose not to and hasn't publicly commented on her older brother's case or conviction. Um, I don't know. See... This is what I don't like with, with family members. When y'all get when when you found guilty of something and you say what the courts don't want you to know, he had a lawyer. So the lawyer could have argued it in closing. The argue, the lawyer could have played the news. He could have brought it out in the media. You could have brought it out in the media. Um I know that certain documents don't tell the story of everything. I know that for a fact. And I know when it comes to police reports, it's only what the officer reports. I get that. I'm very clear. But it ain't a it ain't a person alive is going to tell me that they found him guilty of this. But there was no there was no actual evidence proof to confirm that this man did that. You're not going to tell me that bullshit. You can you can you can jump off a cliff of that. I know people that have actually went through things like that but there were lack of evidence only thing they went by was the word of the child and what the mother believed from what the child said 
They're not finna find you guilty just on the word of that child. Because everybody knows that children's story changes. What makes stuff actual is if the person's word doesn't change. Facts, evidence, proof, witnesses. There's a number of things that would have found him guilty. You a big time name behind you. Nicki Minaj. I'm going to leave that there. If you molested this child, I hope you get exactly what you deserve. Point blank in the period. I don't care who your sister is. I don't want to. I don't want to read no tell-all story. I don't want to watch no tell-all story. I don't give two shits what your mama and Nikki have to say. I don't. I don't. But of course, someone wants to talk about that on my podcast. But what I'm gonna do is, I think I'm gonna have a discussion on it once it comes out on the he said she said they said podcast with Mr. E. Because I think that would be more more relevant. But um, that is my time, you guys. Thank you for your time, your ear, your attention, your support. I thank you. I appreciate you. Remember to stay true to yourself. Do not change for anyone. Do not let someone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself. Let your family and friends know that you love them today because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Keep pushing love. Keep pushing positive despite negative. Um, allow God to be God. Until next time, you guys, you have a fabulous Wired Wednesday. Keep being motivated. Keep pushing. Keep going. Till next time on Talk to Talk. Peace.